Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Kirby. I'm Sarah. Welcome Welcome to Los Angeles. Angeles. Each week we're breaking down the buzziest beauty news and demystifying your beauty questions. So be sure to follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook group. And it would mean a lot to us if you guys subscribe to our podcast and left a review. Subscribe! Review! Yay! (laughs) Okay, hi Sarah. Hi Kirby. Welcome back to Los Angeles. What rhymes with Los Angeles? Welcome back to Los Angeles. Thank you. Um, Sarah was in Hawaii celebrating her lovely mother. Yes, my mom, uh, Evelyn Tan, shout out. Um, She just turned 70. And 70 looks amazing on her. She looks amazing. I asked her for her skincare advice and she said avoiding the sun at all costs. Great. And then moisturizing always. So easy. Simple tips. So simple. Yeah. So um, love that. I think it also has to do with her jeans, which I hope hope uh have been passed down to me yes I would hope the same (laughs) yeah but she seriously was like in full clothing at the beach and then like had you know the umbrella over her like she's not she was not joking which is like you yeah I feel like we would get along well at the beach yeah exactly yeah just sitting together like drinking rosé yeah love um well welcome back I'm glad to see your beautiful face missed you missed you so much If if we don't see each other for over 24 hours I I'm like feeling yeah weird. I'm like what happened and mm. then there was a point where we weren't texting each other we were just like letting each other be and I'm, I was like yeah, this was is weird. a weird feeling so then I just go on Instagram I'm like what's Kirby doing on her Instagram story? I know I was just stalking looking Evelyn fabulous though you oh thank yes, you what, what was that can you tell us what you were doing um I can't I, I can't talk exactly about okay. what it was but um I shot a TV show yesterday and it was very exciting. And my friend Melissa is a makeup artist, Melissa Herkman. Shout out. This girl kills it with makeup and she's been doing my makeup for years at this point. But she wanted to come over and try out a new technique that she had learned. And it was, it's called reverse contouring. It's not necessarily new, it's been around, but she kind of took different pieces of the methods that other people have used um, in reverse contouring and kind of made her own version of it. And honestly, I swear it looked... You looked amazing. I mean, my skin too. Like she didn't come with me on set. Um, Uh It was a do and go. And I had my makeup done, I think 10 a.m. And it lasted literally all day. She mixed like three different foundations, um, Cogando, Chanel, and Dior. But like the way that it works is I, I want to film a video about reverse contouring yes. but like because of the way she did it she actually used less foundation than she normally would which I totally appreciated yeah it didn't move around on my face it looked really nice it made me look poreless oh and the eyelashes were like my favorite thing ever they're from kiss you know that brand yeah kiss? yeah they like, make like nails. nails yeah so they also make eyelashes and she she goes, you know, she goes to Amy's and Nigel's right. and stuff. She's like, I picked up these Kiss eyelashes. Let's try them. And she cut them. And now I'm obsessed and I have to go buy them in bulk. We should do a whole episode on just like, well, we could do one on lash extensions, but then also yes. one on lashes because yes. I feel like 
it's so hard for people to do and achieve that same sort of natural glam look that you totally. kind of get on Instagram. And I feel uh, like well, people don't know the tips of like cutting the lashes or like how to apply individual lashes. I know. And I feel like I've gotten to the point where it's so second nature for me. Like oh I gosh, can do it yeah. in five minutes. It's so simple. But yeah. before you do it, it's super intimidating. So yeah. we should put that on the list for show. All right. Now it's time for... What's, What's on, on your, your face? face? Okay, Kirby, what is on your face today? Okay, I have some products that I'm really excited about, and a lot of them are affordable, so... Ooh, love an affordable find. You've heard of the Inky List, right? Yes, I have some of their products. Same. And um, I actually went on a shopping spree with Sephora, because I was writing a story about what to buy this summer, if you have like $100 at Sephora or whatever. Yes. And I knew the Inky List had just gotten into stores. It's I'm a really British excited. brand, right? Yeah, and it's only it, everything is less than 20 bucks or at least less than 25 bucks and so I've tried a lot of their products their retinol they have a vitamin c like moisturizer Mm -hmm. they actually sent me a package congratulating me on my new endeavors amazing which I was like this is so sweet of them and they sent me this new product it's called the inky list snow mushroom moisturizer and it's actually really great for summer it feels kind of like a water gel Mm -hmm. super lightweight absorbs super quickly, but it doesn't leave your skin feeling like dry or matte. It, it really does. Like I t- I'm touching my skin right now, yeah. like pouncing it and it feels super oh, bouncy. That's the best feeling. Um, but the best part that I think I've noticed is today I was at Pilates. I go to the studio MDR and yes, you do. Yes, I do. And you know what? I go in the middle of the day. Yes, freelance life. What up? Also, if you want to know how studio MDR like changed Kirby's life <laughs> or why you need to do Pilates, she wrote about it. I did. I wrote about how, uh, going to Pilates parallels like your relationships and your career it's so, so good it was like deep but not it was still like no it was great get fit yeah but I looked in the mirror as I was trying to do these like pri- tricep dips like <laughs> dying inside and I'm like wow my skin looks super clear yeah. like it looked very cohesively one color which is very rare for me because I have melasma Mm -hmm. and I tend to be a little bit more flushed yeah so I look into this snow mushroom moisturizer and initially I thought it was Dr. Jart's Sika pair Mm -hmm. have you heard of that Uh which helps with redness our audio engineer Matthew Christensen loves that oh my god well by the way they just made a whole kit including new products so they sent that to me and I'm loving it. That. So initially- I actually think I asked for that. So I need to, I'm waiting for that. Okay. Well, get ready. Cause okay. literally I, I thought I would hit the lottery when I received it, yes. but I thought at first it might've been the mist that I was using. I'm like, Oh, did it reduce my redness or something? The mist that they have, it doesn't actually clear up your redness. It's just meant to calm sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. I learned that it's actually the Inky List moisturizer. It helps with redness oh. um, and irritation. It helps with itchiness. So basically it's made my skin look super clear. Yeah, your um, skin looks super clear. I was super excited about that. So inky list and it's ten dollars. You can't I love beat that. it. You can't beat that. I mean, the I think that's maybe one of the most affordable moisturizers at Sephora, besides Sephora Collection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, I don't I Easily. can't think of a unless product you're getting like you the beauty on it. the go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a sample size. Like the one ounce size. Yeah. Cool. Um, I can't wait to try that. Yeah, so that's awesome. I'm a big SkinCeuticals fan. I love their CE for Ferulic. I love yes. their sunscreens. It's just a lot of plastic surgery centers and med spas carry yes. SkinCeuticals because it is so high performance. I got to make my custom serum with them. Ooh. It's like so high tech, but you go in and you basically tell them your skin issues and uh-huh. then they'll decide like, okay, you're going to have a cream base. You're going to have like an oil base or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So I have my little card here Ooh, where they told it? me what's in it. Okay, so it says it has... 
At first, I thought it said herpes, and I was like, what is this? It's Hepes? <laughs> Surprise. H-E-P-E-S. Sorry. Hepes? Hepes? I don't Hepes, know. Sure. Hepes and hydrovance. And it says it helps refine skin texture, replenish, and maintain moisture levels. Um, it has kojic acid and niacinamide, okay. which are great, you know, for mm-hmm. improving the discoloration and the appearance of my skin. Mm-hmm. Licorice root and mulberry extract to promote even skin tone and minimize discoloration. And it's an emulsion based. So it has a little bit of a conditioning agent in it okay. um, and a milky texture. It's not CE Ferulic, which right, is right, right. more of the, uh, it says hydroalcoholic base. And what's the scent? Because as we know, CE Ferulic has a little bit of a... Oh my God, wait, can I just say something? Fragrance, if you will. I was at, at when I was there, I, we were talking about CE Ferulic yeah. and how I live by, and die by it. Yeah. And this girl that was with me, she goes, oh, you know what? CE Ferulic smells like ham to me. Oh. And then I smelled it, and, and now, now I can't, can't not, not smell. smell. So it's like hammy. Yeah, but you know what? They don't add fragrance to it. That's actually like right. all the ingredients mixed together. So I'm I'm just glad it's worth it. It works. <laughs> just just better ham than you listen, know. Listen, I'd rather it smell like bacon than feet. like yeah poop something. Right. <laughs> so right. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Um, so I'm wearing that. I'm also wearing Aveeno Sheer Hydration Daily Moisturizing Lotion. It's like one of those easy, easy peasy, yeah. like lightweight situations. I just been noticing my skin super dry, and you're it's glowing. Listen, if it's if it's good enough for Jennifer Aniston, yep. Yeah. I don't care how much they paid her. Like, no. I'm still willing to put it on my body. Same. I'm wearing St. Jane Microdose Lip Gloss. We love St. Jane. Yes, we love we Casey. Do. This lip gloss is just gorgeous and yeah. it's not sticky. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all I have on. Um, okay. So I want to know, if you don't mind, Yeah, like, tell me a little bit about like your regimen in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. Whatever I'm wearing today is a little bit boring compared to what I was using in Hawaii because I brought along with me this new bug repellent, which I don't know if you oh, received I saw you Kinfield. P- no, but I saw the picture that you posted. Yes. It was super cute. Yeah. Super cute branding. It is a vegan outdoor lifestyle brand. The woman, her name is Nicole Powell and she makes like it's outdoor personal care products. So a bug spray. I think she makes a bomb, like things for your outdoorsy adventures. Totally. And the bug spray is deep free, which is great. Great. And so for me, I am like super allergic when I get uh, bit my mosquitoes, but I get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Oh, great. And I learned from my friend who's a doctor, Mia. Uh-huh. Um, she told me like the more that I get bit, like the more allergic my reaction is are going to be. When I get bit, they become like hard and <gasps> like red and warm. And like, it's just like so gross. Really? I mean, you, you've seen when like, I, that one time I got bit on my ankle and it was like, I had to take like my shoe off oh, when yeah. you're at an event because uh-huh. it was like disgusting. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I was like really hesitant to use this one because it doesn't have DEET in it. Mm-hmm. And cause usually I use ones that have like, just, I'm like all the chemicals because I don't want to get like Zika. Mm-hmm. So this one has a very strong citronella smell. My entire family was making fun of me because they were like, oh, it's the citronella queen. Because I like every time I would step out, I would like cover myself. But I 
only got one bite and that bite was really weird it was like underneath clothing and like i don't even know if the like the mosquito was very hungry but my brother-in-law my my sister they all got eaten alive by mosquitoes and i was the only one who survived hallelujah yeah hallelujah so what's it called again it's called kinfield okay great it's the only bug spray that they carry okay and yeah it's perfect it's a perfect size it's like TSA friendly so you can throw it in your bag but it worked so love to hear it praise grab it and then I used the everyday sunscreen huge fan you do you use it too yeah I yeah. have the um resting beach face yes it's like a serum yes and your... I'm actually wearing that right now oh ah, yeah fun fact yeah so I didn't use the face one I used the one for the body awesome I think it's like SPF 30 it's water resistant and I I don't usually burn but I also feel like I got a tan but I wasn't like it's not, I'm not like too tan. Great. It wasn't super dark and Matt used it too and I loved it. Yeah, and you it still just, protected your skin. Exactly. And it has a nice consistency. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It was easy to rub in and didn't leave like any sort of cast. So, and awesome. it, I think it is, it was water resistant because I kept going in and out of the ocean and then I reapply it every two hours. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Always reapply friends. Exactly. All right. Today's topic is something that I think people have questions about, and we've been asked several times, but maybe you just don't think twice about it. I mean, I still have questions about it. Same. So doing research for these episodes are always a learning experience for me. Of course, same. So today's episode is all, is all about how to properly read a label or a product package, um, what you need to look for. And honestly, labeling in the United States is super interesting. Mm-hmm. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, get on the FDA website, holy Lord Jesus, yeah. because I mean... The FDA is the governing body that oversees cosmetics, but we'll get into a little bit more about that later. However, there are some things that indicate, you know, when you should throw out the product, what's actually in it, Mm -hmm. intended use, things like that. Oh, and things that you, you know, might actually care about, like, is it cruelty free or not? There are little logos that you should be looking for. So we're going to go through and discuss exactly what to look for on these packages, and how to find them. Yes. Okay. So first things first are uh, the ingredients. That's probably what you'll see first, hopefully, when you are looking at a beauty product. If you don't see the ingredients, I'm sure that you can log on to the brand's website and um, you know find the ingredients on the product page. But generally speaking, the ingredients are listed from highest to lowest concentration, just like a food label. So the first five products are usually what make up the bulk of the product. So those are the ingredients that are going to have like the strongest effect. And oftentimes for a beauty product, the first ingredients is water, which means that there needs to be some sort of preservation method to make sure the product doesn't get moldy. So this is like where parabens come in. Yes. Parabens are preservatives. And we know that, you know, a lot of you don't want to have parabens on your skin. When it comes to experts, estheticians, you know, big pharma brands, dermatologists, this is actually a point of contention. Totally. Because it's a huge debate. Yeah. Some people are like, yeah, no to parabens, they cause cancer. But then there's people who are like, Actually, there's no definitive proof about this. Yes. You could be safe and just not use them. However, then you will need a preservative of some sort in your product to make sure it actually lasts and doesn't grow mold and bacteria. So then what are you looking for in that case, right? Right. So I read an article on Well and Good, and now that a lot of brands are not using parabens because of the alleged hormone disruption, you'll find, I can't even pronounce it, fen... Phenoxynethol. Oh, that's how to pronounce it. But okay. phenoxynethol. Wow. Wow. You said it like with such expertise. Phenoxynethol. Okay. What's this next one, Groomy? Oh, 
ethylhexylglycerin. Okay. Yeah, that that yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> ethylhexylglycerin. Um, so glycerin, yeah. glycerin, yeah. So those are two common preservatives that you'll probably be seeing in well, place of parabens. Got it. Okay. I did see that the pheno. Can you say that again? Phenoxynethol. <laughs> Phenoxynethol was supposed to be a clean preservative, but now they're. Wait, is, is that right? Z- pheno. Ethanol. Pheno. Phenoxyethanol. Oh. Oh my God. Pheno. 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 No. Phenoxyethanol. Yes. Phenoxyethanol. Phenoxyethanol. What? This is like 10 minutes of us learning how to pronounce some random names. You are tuned into. But you know what? This is, I think this is actually a good point. Um, When you see words like this, they can be scary and you might think they're bad because you can't pronounce them, but that is not the case, people. Totally. That is actually on my next topic of discussion. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So you'll often see big, complicated words and you might be scared by them, but a lot of times they're either like the Latin botanical name for a, you know, botanical ingredient, like the long, like name of a flower or it's a chemical, but not all chemicals are bad. Like Kirby said. Mm -hmm. So just make sure to do your due diligence, your research, Google it. We all have our Google, Google it. If it sounds like fishy to you, sounds weird google it ask your dermatologist and see also obviously to know how it reacts with your own skin and there's also um apps you can download that you just put ingredients into some of the names are escaping me right now but they're they're yeah. they're more prevalent we'll plug those in our show notes show apps. notes in it up um so yeah so when you look at the ingredient label the first ingredient is going to be the highest concentration and if you see that it's an ingredient that's not good for you, know that that product is made up of that ingredient. Mm-hmm. There was a product that I was researching and I was wondering like why it was making my skin on my lips super dry and flaky and kind of like peeling off. And it was because the number one ingredient was denatured alcohol. Yeah, Denatured alcohol can be super aggressive in instances where it is the number one ingredient, mm-hmm. the first ingredient, but it's also an ingredient that is meant to help make your like moisturizer absorb more quickly mm-hmm. and stuff like that but at least you know but if it you have it moisturizer be the first yeah ingredient on the list Correct. maybe like the 10th yes so yeah just be mindful of all that and if you are purchasing a product that maybe is being marketed as let's say like has a lot of vitamin c in it or has a lot of retinol or hyaluronic acid but the active ingredient is actually at the bottom of the list. Know that you are should probably look for something else. Totally, because that has it higher on the list. What's because that the means point? it doesn't. Yeah, it actually doesn't contain. It probably contains more water than it does vitamin C. And then you're using it. And you're like, why isn't my skin looking better? And it's because you're not actually getting any of that goodness in your product. Which is why I mean, not all, you know, more expensive beauty products, you know, have a higher concentration of ingredients, but for the most part, they do. And that's why you're, you know, paying a higher price point for those, like your, the vitamin C product that you love. Oh yeah. Beauty stat. Yeah. Beauty stat. Yep. Like that's probably their, one of their first two, you know, ingredients on the list. Totally. So that's what you're paying for. Way wants to give you the confidence to live life your way, especially on wash day. Whether your strands are fine, medium, or thick, Way has shampoo and conditioner that's quick. From volume and shine to deeply hydrating, Way helps you find your way on good hair days every single day. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all like that shingle? 
Did I get everything I needed to tell you about Way in that singular jingle? Y'all, what can be said? We love Way. We've talked about this a million times. We are so thankful that Way is a partner of Gloss Angeles because literally, I mean, we've had Jen Atkin on the podcast, the founder. We, I feel like we grew up with this brand. Like we remember when it launched, they have expanded so much, but one thing remains the same. Hair is the piece de resistance of this brand. I'm personally obsessed with the detox shampoo. Y'all heard me rave about this. I literally just talked about it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. But that is what my scalp needs because you know that I do not wash my hair every single day. And by the way, I had the queen of scalp at the Dyson event the other week. So I'm just telling you, <laughs> it works. They have something for every hair type. No matter if your scalp is super dry or your hair is super thin and you want some volume or maybe it's overly processed. Like, let me hold your hand when I tell you this. You may need a leave-in conditioner. You may need one. And there's no shame in that game. Bust out the way leave-in conditioner. We love it. I mean, they have so many products, whether it's shampoo and conditioner, treatment products, styling products, fragrance. We love everything Way. Way guarantees a good hair day. And you can wash your way to healthier hair with shampoos and conditioners made just for you from Way, of course. Just go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use the code GLOSS for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com and use code GLOSS. Again, that's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code GLOSS for 15% off your entire purchase. Okay, the next logo that you might want to look for on a product is a little bunny, little, little bunny, bunny rabbit. And this is kind of obvious at this point, but if you see a little bunny on the product, chances are it is uh, certified from cruelty-free international or PETA has approved it to be cruelty-free. Or if you're based in Australia, choose cruelty-free is dictating that it is truly cruelty-free. What does cruelty-free actually mean? It means that it's not going to test on animals and also that it probably is not sold in China. China testing laws are a different. less, very different. Um, it means that if you do sell in China that your product may be subject to being tested on animals. Honestly, that's why there has been a big uproar about wet and wild as of recently mm -hmm. because they have been touting that the fact that they are cruelty-free and a lot of cruelty-free bloggers like Tashina Combs of Logical Harmony, who's like a great resource if you're looking to go cruelty-free or vegan, she used to recommend Wet n Wild and now that brand is off of her list and that is because the brand has recently been found to be sold in like a big China chain store. They didn't notify anybody of this. They didn't notify that, that they might be testing out this market. I know that China is working with Cruelty Free International in hopes that maybe in 2020 they will stop this practice of testing on animals. But rightfully so, if you are a big advocate of being cruelty free, you're not going to take any chances. Even if they're promising that the brand itself isn't testing on animals, they don't want any third party having the opportunity to test on animals. So right. there are two bunnies. There's one with just like the big ears with the pink in the middle. Mm -hmm. and that's PETA's. And then there's yes. one that's from Cruelty Free International. And it's just like a little like a outline leaping. of a little... Leaping bunny. Yeah, a little leaping bunny. Yeah. There's also another one that I want to talk about is the USDA Organic yeah. Stamp. So that one is their certified seal that signifies that at least 95% of the ingredients are certified organic and free of synthetic additives. Cool. So I feel like, you know, there's obviously a ton of 
brands out there that say that their products are organic and use organic ingredients, but unless it has that USDA organic, that is what you should be looking for if you are looking for something that has at least 95% of um, organic ingredients in it. Exactly. And if you go to the FDA website, they talk about the term organic and what it means for cosmetics. If you want your skincare or makeup product to be considered organic, it does have to go through the United States Department of Agriculture, USDA. Yeah. That's how they approve it. So that seal, I think, is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, the FDA he has even said that just because something is organically sourced doesn't necessarily mean it won't you know, cause irritation to your skin or doesn't have toxic elements to it. So you know, keep that in mind. But I think that's a great point. If somebody's touting that their products are organic mm-hmm. or ingredients are organic... They definitely should have that seal on the product. Yeah. That just means they went the extra mile. So now we are going to talk about something that I feel like Kirby and I probably get asked about all the time. And maybe like Khloe Kardashian should take some (laughs) note of this. Yeah, because this applies to... Coco, we got you, girl. This applies to everything from skincare to your fragrance to your makeup. So how long should a product last? Oh, damn. Okay, so how we know. So... On your little serum jar, your moisturizer jar, or you know the back of your eyeshadow palette, or some, or the box. Sometimes it's not on the actual yeah, palette. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's on the box. It's on the box. There should be a tiny logo that looks like a little jar, open jar with a number on it. So this means that it'll last twelve months, or six months, or nine months. Whatever that little number is inside that jar. Yep. That dictates how long it's gonna last you before it starts to get a little. A little messy. A little messy. So uh, usually <laughs> what I try to do, and I totally am guilty, I always forget, is, you know, take a little pen, marker, mark, like, the month that you opened it, or just remember. Keep like, a Sharpie in your bathroom. Mm-hmm. You never know. Just exactly. put it on the side of the, yeah. the bottle underneath it Or somewhere. if you're, like, super organized in, in your phone and your note section, be like, or calendar, be like, I started my beauty stat. At the beginning of August. Totally. Yeah. And this is supposed to last me two months or whatever. I mean. Just so you know. I mean, you probably use it up before it expires. Of course. I mean, if you love a product, hopefully you're using it before it expires. But I mean, I'm also a hoarder. So I had, like recently I had to go through and throw out some foundations just because I was keeping them. And then I'm like, wait. Have I actually had this for two years at this point? Like, this is crazy. This is also like a really good rule is that if you can't remember when you bought Mm -hmm. it, it's probably too old. Totally. (laughs) Also, you know, with like the consistency of some products, right? Like if like a foundation is like kind of thick and chunky. Yep. And if the oil, if it's separated, so like the oil is sitting at the top and everything else is the bottom, time to get rid of it. If the moisturizer has like a scent, like a smell that doesn't smell fresh yeah good those are all you know anything with vitamin c will tend to oxidize so if it turns yes. brown or orange time to get rid of it yeah if I think, you're even questioning yeah let's if you're just, like er, just remember it's your face and yeah. body that you're putting these things on right. and for the most part i feel like a lot of times it's not gonna it's, unless you have super super sensitive skin it's not gonna cause any sort of bad reaction but it might it's just not gonna work anymore mm-hmm. you know but then you know that you do uh, you never the know. risk of yeah. getting a breakout or you know like what if it like has a crude mold in some way yes. especially with jars because of like the oh way you put your finger in there like it's more susceptible to bacteria mm-hmm. I just think you should do like have a come to Jesus moment with your products be like boo it's not personal <laughs> thank you you've been around too long yeah I yeah. love ya if you want to keep the jar and yes. be a psychopath like me great same literally just scoop everything out and keep it which also is really sustainable 
plant a succulent in it, you know, plant the succulent (laughs) in the, (laughs) bring life from your beauty products. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. just telling you right now, I'm never throwing away the Pat McGrath foundation. It's just beautiful. beautiful. I will give it to my grandchildren. I'm like, don't use it. (laughs) Just put it on your vanity. You will thank oh me. Gosh, like yeah. people will be like, wow, this is an heirloom. Yeah, absolutely. Even even Pat was saying she likes to collect vintage bottles. Same. Like makeup bottles. Girl, I'm on eBay all the damn time, Etsy too, looking for vintage makeup products. And on Twitter the other day, I saw somebody tweeting about how she, or maybe it was Instagram. She, oh, I think it was Lisa Eldridge. Uh-huh. She was saying that she was like going to buy this makeup this lipstick that was last used by Audrey Hepburn. What? Wait, how do you verify that? Uh, it was like, what's the big um, auction place? Oh, Christie's? Yeah. Okay. So they wow. managed to like get oh that gosh. from her family That's or something. That's really cool. Who would, whose lipstick would I want to buy? Audrey Hepburn, I would want to buy that one. I would buy something from Cher. If if Cher's about, like makeup. What like, about Dolly? Dolly? Okay, Dolly. I would buy one of Dolly's wigs. A Dolly Parton wig in my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snatched. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, let's talk about how long a product usually lasts. Yep. Okay. So fragrance, about eight to 10 years. Which is great. Which is great. Because they're an investment. Yes. And then we have lipstick, which is about a year. I can tell you, I have a lot of lipsticks I've had for more than a year that I need to throw out. Same. Because you guys, we're putting this on our lips. Yeah. And we're probably ingesting it. So it's like gross. I do have like a little box of keepsake lipsticks because the packaging. Yeah, I can't. Lipsticks are for me. I hoard lipsticks. I can't. And I almost am like, I know. I'm like, okay, do I, do I start to depot my lipsticks Mm. so that I use them more often? Because sometimes like going through all the lipsticks, like. Mm -hmm. But I also just need to curate my. I also I like I know that a lot of you know, makeup artists will apply the, you know, lipstick with makeup brush or depot it. But I love just oh, holding me too. the bullet. Same. I'm not a professional. No, I'm not a profesh. I'm on the go. There's an, um, there's an Instagram account <laughs> of a beauty editor who actually depots her lipsticks and she like will chop off the bullet and then start mixing it, <gasps> it with like a me. spatula. It like, actually pains me. But it's probably really satisfying to watch. It's, it is. Yeah. She saves it. Like, she'll save them and use them later. But honestly, like, watching that bullet get its little head chopped off hurts my soul. It's like when I get a new lipstick and I open it up and it's broken. Yeah. Oh, that breaks my heart as well. Same. Same. (laughs) This is why we're meant to be. We are. We really are. (laughs) Okay. What if I was like, I love chopping those bullets off of my lipstick? We'd have to have a conversation "Mm, after this. I don't like it. Off the microphone I don't like it (laughs) I don't like it I don't like it mascara three months do you how do you keep your mascara do you have any sort of I currently have a wardrobe of mascara I'm not kidding you I have seven mascaras that I've opened in probably the past two months okay but I know you know come end of October it's time to say bye-bye you gotta toss those the only I feel like people keep mascaras for a while they do and I think that they um think that at some point it's like gonna dry out or it's gonna look flaky that's like like when they know that it's time to throw up but but it happens sooner than that totally and it's not ever like I remember one time I I I love L'Oreal Voluminous so Mm -hmm. when I was little little when I was three years old uh when I I was imagine three-year-old Kirby (laughs) Like standing up on a stool in front yep. of a mirror. That's not inaccurate. <laughs> um, but when I was in college, I would use it. And I 
I would like keep it forever. Like yeah. to the and I would like pump it. And a then lot. remember when we would like share our makeup with friends? Oh my god. To this day, when when people ask me if I have a lipstick or a mm. lip balm, I'm like, I'm sorry, no. I lie because I don't want you to touch my shit. I mean, I was guilty of sharing and using my like roommates' makeup in college. Well, of course we and, did. Like, it was a free-for-all. I'm sure I had, I definitely had some like eye infections here or there, but thank God it wasn't anything more serious. Thank God. So yeah. Herpes. I mean, <laughs> seriously, seriously. Like, th- and this is the thing. Like, I don't fault anybody. Right. And honestly, I would never ask anyone, hey, do you have a lip balm I could borrow? Like, yeah. I just... Yeah. Unless it's literally Patrick. Right. No. Right, like, right, right. He's the only lips totally. I'm kissing. Right. I always think about this. This is so off topic, but with like movie stars mm-hmm. and you have to kiss yeah. someone, like a stranger, mm-hmm. every new episode or every new, you know, movie. Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, can you prove to me that like you don't have anything <laughs> your you're going to spread? History? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure. Do they like get tested? I don't know. Because no. they're like not boning. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard stories that right. some people are actually. That's a boning. good question. We should ask someone about that. We should get somebody from. <laughs> let's get a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's available? Um, <laughs> let's call Catherine Schwarzenegger and see if she talked to Chris Pratt about this. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, can you we'll please do a pod swap? What do you call Peter this? Peter Quill. We're trying to go down this list and we keep <laughs> pausing. Okay. okay, so we had fragrance eight to ten years, lipstick a year, mascara three months, nail polish one to two years. I have read that people sometimes like to keep their nail polish in the fridge. Interesting. To preserve sure it, maybe? Preserve it, but then make sure that the consistency is, <gasps> doesn't get thick. So is that what like a little... Um, Beauty fridge? Yeah. Store? Yeah. I think, I mean, you can do that and then, you know, throw in your face masks and moisturizers and mists. But I honestly get my nails done so often that I don't really ever keep a nail polish in the <laughs> fridge or have it in the fridge. Our, our dog... Yeah. Dog... Our pooch deucer is... We're um, letting him do what he wants because it's his birthday It's his birthday, so he's like, you know, making his presence known. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Ollie. We love you to the death. You're amazing. Um, Yeah, so I feel like, great, one to two years nail polish lasts. I get sent a lot of nail polish. I honestly usually forget to take it with me. Yeah. But I don't get my nails painted with regular polish anymore. No, no. I feel like I remember the last time that I used that I would like buy nail polishes in bulk or whatever was remember when OPI had uh, Lincoln Park after dark? Yeah, they still do. I mean, they still do. But remember when it came out and yeah. that was like everyone was painting their nails this purple black? That was like the last time I like purchased nail polish is and there kept it at home any nail polish okay so you haven't like purchased nail polish no because oh well olive and june's new, new nail polish is amazing and i i like sarah's yeah but no because i feel like i just like to switch it up so often now and now that nail art is so popular i just don't i don't know i i don't have i'm not like a essie ballet shoes every yeah. week kind of gal so i obviously i do dip a lot but then our friend queenie does amazing yes. nails with orly mm-hmm. the orly like builder mm-hmm. gel mm-hmm. so she did my nails last week and i'm obsessed with them yeah but the only polish i have bought over the past i don't know i i want maybe 10 years yeah is fiji by essie oh it is the perfect pink. It has like a strong cut of white in it. Okay. So it just makes you look extremely tan. It's the perfect vacation shade. Oh. This is also a shade I would probably wear when, when yeah. I get married. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And Next blush. Blush. Two years. All right, Khloe Kardashian. This includes powder, contour, and highlight. Two yeah, years. Girl. Which is a long 
time. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I have pilots that definitely need to go. Yeah. But two years, that's, that's uh, it makes sense. Yeah. And that includes eyeshadow? Yes. Eyeshadows, generally speaking, two years. Obviously, we're giving you guys sort of the general life stands, but look at the little jar with the number mm-hmm. to make sure that you're following the appropriate lifespan. Okay, so blush, powder contour, highlight, and eyeshadows, two years, and then what's left? Foundation, which mm-hmm. is six months to a year, depending. And then there's not any skincare mentioned, just because you really should look at the package and see what it says. Yeah, it's specific to the product, so. And then some of them might have expiration dates on them, which mean even if you haven't opened them, yes, they will still expire mm-hmm. by this you know date, mm-hmm. so. Keep an eye out for that. Okay, and now, so one of my favorite topics, words that don't mean anything. (laughs) So if you haven't guessed or haven't been involved in anything beauty related, the beauty industry loves to just make up marketing jargon to Mm -hmm. get us to buy stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I don't blame them because you got to sell product. However, I just want to do a little bit of a lesson right now to teach you guys what the FDA considers a cosmetic and then some terms that you probably see a lot on products and what they actually mean. Yes. So the FDA defines cosmetics as really anything. Skincare, hair care, nails, makeup, toothpaste, and deodorant are all considered cosmetics. And there's even um, language on the FDA website that says basically anything that beautifies the person can be considered a cosmetic. I actually learned a lot about this when I was writing a story about eyelash serums Mm -hmm. and growing out your eyelashes using these products. Mm -hmm. I was wondering why a lot of lash growth serums don't require a prescription because a lot of them have the same active ingredient that grows the lashes as Latisse Mm -hmm. and Latisse requires requires a prescription. prescription. That's because Latisse is a drug because it was derived from a drug. It was derived from glaucoma medicine, Mm. um, which was intended for the eye. But then they realized, oh, people were using this glaucoma medicine and their eyelashes were getting longer. So they took that ingredient from Lumigan and they made it Latisse. Okay. But then I'm looking at all these other lash serums and they have a derivative of the same exact ingredient to help make your eyelashes grow longer. Is it because it's not as strong? It's because, honestly, it just boils down to the fact that like it didn't, it wasn't derived from a drug, which I think is kind of crazy in my humble opinion because I get asked all the time, listen, I I don't have the money to afford a Latisse Mm -hmm. and get a prescription. Mm -hmm. So what ingredient should I be looking for in the product to grow my lashes? Mm -hmm. But that whole experience for me, I was just like, I want to get to the root of it. Like what ingredient do you need to look for to make sure it's actually going to grow your lashes? Because you know, on these packages, they say, you know, can enhance your Mm -hmm. lashes. It's like, what the hell does that mean? Mm -hmm. At least with Latisse, it's proven to grow your lashes, right? right? You know, getting into this language, I just wanted to learn more. And if you go to the FDA website, I highly recommend just spending some time and reading it because it's a wealth of information. Words like hypoallergenic, organic and alcohol-free are also extremely misleading. So when you hear the term hypoallergenic, Sarah, what do you think? I feel like I think of a golden doodle. Yeah, great. Uh, No hair. (laughs) No hair. No hair anywhere. Yeah. If you're allergic, you're not going to get sick. Exactly. Right? Okay. When I think of hypoallergenic, especially when it comes to beauty, I always thought, okay, this is safe for sensitive skin. I'm not going to have to worry about it irritating my skin anymore. And it's supposed to be like the safe bet. 
The FDA does not even recognize this term. There is no definition of this term according to the FDA. It's basically just marketing jargon that brands have used to basically sell people product that might have sensitive skin. That is to make truly them, wild. It is. And there's no regulation here. Like it's not yeah. like, okay, this product's hypoallergenic. That means it went through all these tests and mm-hmm. it went through all of these allergies and it's proven not to contain anything that could exacerbate your allergy to this, this, or this, this. Mm-hmm. It's just basically a term that people made up. So should we not trust products that call themselves hypoallergenic? I don't think that's the the route to go, but I do think you need to consider, okay, this might say it's hypoallergenic, but what does it really mean? Does yeah. it mean it's it doesn't include Certain, essential oils? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what does it mean? Yeah. Or does um, it are they really trying to say that it is good for sensitive skin, in which case they should just say that? Exactly. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. Organic mm-hmm. is also another term. We mentioned this earlier, but um, the FDA says that, you know, a product can be sourced organically. That's great. It doesn't mean that it's free of toxins or that it doesn't make your skin irritated. It, it could contain ingredients that mm-hmm. end up irritating your skin. Organic products, they're governed by the Department of Agriculture. So um, look for that USDA symbol. But the FDA does not have a special practice to ensure that they're actually organic. And it they do not hold products or cosmetics that consider themselves organic to a higher standard. Yeah. Just know that. There's like, there's no regulation. Mm. That's the crazy part. Yeah. And then lastly, something that I think people look a lot for on um, skincare products, especially is the term alcohol free. We all like to get into uproars about alcohol. I could talk all day and all night about how you shouldn't use makeup wipes because they're loaded with alcohol and will strip your skin, mess Mm -hmm. up your pH balance, all of that stuff. Some alcohols are actually good for your skin. Mm-hmm. There's like fatty alcohols that are are good to have in a ingredient list. Yeah. But when something says it's alcohol free, it actually pertains to the fact that it's made without ethyl alcohol, not all alcohol. So it could still have an alcohol in the mixture that actually is irritating to your skin. It's just in this uh, reference, it's yeah. alcohol free, free of ethyl alcohol. So when it says alcohol free, when you look at the ingredient list, could it still have some totally. other form of alcohol, just not the ethyl alcohol? And that's why people get confused a lot. They're like, well, it says alcohol free, but mm-hmm. there's this, this, and this alcohol in right. it. What's, am I misinterpreting this? Does this not actually mean alcohol now? No, you're being smart by reading the ingredient list. Yes, you are. So I think that really when it comes to packaging and labels and things like that, Use a discerning eye. Be wary of what it's saying. There's no magic potion out there. I would definitely just take a closer look at the ingredients lists. And also, you know, just be aware, like, especially with products that say reduces the appearance of. Yes. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to get rid of anything. Like, I think people buy wrinkle creams thinking it's going to be this cure-all and that their wrinkles are going to disappear. Totally. A lotion is not going to make your wrinkles disappear. It might, like protect against future wrinkles yes be preventative and it might smooth them out but it's not going to get rid of them Mm -hmm. um you have to keep a keep perspective i think a good analogy is is i could go and fight a brick wall that doesn't mean i'm gonna win Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna come out on the other side you know victorious you know what i mean um and we see that term all the time fight you know fights wrinkles fights acne 
it can try to help prevent those things or, you know, make it less intense now, but that doesn't mean it's going to completely get rid of it. Yeah. So you have to just keep perspective on these things. What do you think about products and brands that market their, you know, products and say that, you know, our studies show this, you know, we gave it to a focus group of a hundred women. And so I think that's interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you Because think? I think that a lot of brands do that now, like even with like mascara, they'll be like, you know, 95% of women saw g- growth or whatever. Of but then lashes. in the back of my head, I'm like, but where did you find these women? Yes. Yeah, Is it just your office? Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like there has to be some sort of standard because like, for example, Tatcha's new eye cream. Mm-hmm. It was like 100% of the women that tried it reported a smoother appearance under their eyes. And I mean, I, I love Tatcha Same. and I think that all of their products are very results driven, but I was just like, oh, I wonder who these women are. <laughs> well, I think that's why for me, I like to ask about third party testing. Yes. Which Did is- you send it to a lab? Did you have somebody do it yes. outside of your company? Because like, if you're just pulling a hundred people in your office, of course they're going to be like, it's amazing. You know, totally. like they're more inclined to think of it positively than, mm-hmm. you know, giving feedback or thinking it's not that great. And like, what are the ages of these women? Exactly. Where did you find I them? The before what's their, and after? What's their lifestyle like? Exactly. Yes. So that's the thing. I keep mentioning the FDA, but if you go on there and you read, it's almost like they're holding their hands up. Like we don't, we're not responsible for this. It's up to the manufacturer and the beauty firm or the beauty brand to make sure that they're testing and aligning with these laws. And I'm like, my mind kind of explodes because I'm thinking to myself, where is the unbiased middle ground? Absolutely. Which is why I think it's also important to choose retailers that you trust mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times they also have their own standards, right? So like, for example, if we're talking about CBD, we were talking about Fleur Marche. Yep. Or we were on a panel with Meredith last week and Fleur Marche has super strict vetting process and testing to make sure that the products actually work. So I think that that is something that you guys should also remember when you are purchasing your products, like where are you buying it from? You have to be a smart shopper, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If it sounds fishy, it's probably yes. fishy. I yeah. know Amazon's doing a better job of getting brands to work with them mm-hmm. and have their own marketplace so you can buy Sunday Riley and things like that on Amazon. But yeah. then Half the time, retailers. Yeah, there's like people are like, oh, I loved this product, but it got discontinued. But I found it on Amazon. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. and it probably has mold growing. Right, right. (laughs) Like, where did it come from? Yeah. Like, why do you think that it? You can find it. Sometimes it's better that you can't get a hold of things. Okay, peeps. Yeah, we love you, and we're here for you. Yeah, to tell you the truth. This is what we're here for, guys. Okay, so I hope that answered a majority of your questions. I feel like that was a super like simple, compact way to explain how to read a product label. Yes, and things that you should be looking out for, words that you should be looking out for, logos. Just we want to encourage everyone to just be smarter consumer when it comes to beauty products because this is your skin, you guys. Yeah, and this is what we do for a living. We we research this stuff ourselves and and we hope that by sharing it, it will help you guys be smarter in your purchases too. Yeah. Cool. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. I have big news, though. Next week, we have our very first special guest. So, Sarah, this person is one of the most sought-after people in their industry. Yes, they are. Okay? Their work has been seen by 30 million people at one time. Hint, hint. I feel like that's a very... 
crucial hint. Mm -hmm. And they have to use an alias when they travel. Another hint. So who do you think it is? Let okay. us know. Someone, we did throw this up on our Instagram. Someone guessed it. And someone, like, it was immediate. And I was like, what? Yeah, I'm like, it's just like someone looking the through the camera on my computer. Yes. Yeah. Whoever you were, you were genius. Yeah. So, um, and congrats, because yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. And you should be excited about next week's episode. So, guys, who do you think it is? Let us know on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. Please join it. That's that's our little place to kind of wall out, yeah. you know? Talk about problems you're having, products you're loving, Asking treatments you're loving. Your, what zodiac sign you are. Uh, our first, <laughs> bless, bless this member. The first question in the Los Angeles Facebook group. I don't know what zodiac sign I am because I'm on the cusp. You know we got that girl on CoStar in mm-hmm. 2.5. Yep. Turns out she was a Scorpio. Uh, My moon see, sign. Thanks, Kirby, for that. But we're, we're going to have to have, like... One, a cosmetic scientist on our podcast, but then also an astrologer. Totally. Maybe at the same time. I am like <laughs> deep in the astrology world and I, I desperately need to have an astrologist come on this show. I would die. I, I would be like, yeah, we're just going to record our conversation for five hours. If it makes it into the podcast, great. Yeah. Okay. And also guys, just a reminder, you can shop our episodes. We're working on our website right now. So after every episode, you can go on there check the show notes, check the post about the episode, see what we talked about. And you know, if we have any images or any shopping links, we'll include them there. For the time being, we're just putting all of our shopping links in the show notes. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Next week. Bye. Bye. Los Angeles is a BCE production. Our music is by Matthew Christensen. Our editor is Patrick Muldowney. And our pooch deucer is Oliver James. That's great. I love that. I love that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 